Let's let's do it. Let's talk about films. Welcome to an all new Criterion Nuts. I'm Criterion Not Joey. I'm Criterion Not Chris. And we're gonna watch or have watched The Last Temptation of Christ from nineteen eighty eight. Criterion number seventy. An easy breezy one hundred and sixty three fucking minutes long. AKA Martin Scorsese's Christ Fellas. <laughs> Written by, uh, the novel was written by Nikos, oh boy, Kazanzakis, and screenplay by Paul Schrader, directed by Marty Scorsese. IMDb score 7.6 with 46,486 votes. Rotten Tomato score 80%, 44 positive, 11 negative. I had not seen this before. This is yet another one that you have seen. Yes. So um, Not only have I seen it. I own the Criterion Laserdisc, which is which sitting we have on here the in the table. room as like a totem. <laughs> oh, oh man! I I used my my uh, Criterion synopsis tab to to browse for new movies, and I got to get back to that. Boo, v- vamp. Well, everybody here on the ship, we are we on a ship? Is that the yes, that's the yeah, conceit of this? Uh, I think this so. mission. Yeah. Um. You know, we like to watch the continuing series of classic and contemporary films known as the Criterion Collection. Okay, I got it. Let's find out what Criterion has to say for themselves about The Last Temptation of Christ. The Last Temptation of Christ by Martin Scorsese is a towering achievement. Though it initially engendered enormous controversy, the film can now be viewed as the remarkable, profoundly professional work of faith that it is. This 15-year labor of love an adaptation of Nikos Kazantzakis' landmark novel that imagines an alternate fate for Jesus Christ features outstanding performances by Willem Dafoe, Barbara Hershey, Harvey Keitel, Harry Dean Stanton, and David Bowie. Bold sim- cinematography by the great Michael Ball- Ballhouse. Ballhouse. And a transcendent score by Peter Gabriel. I did not know that was Peter Gabriel's score. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No other white man could take world music and make it his own, quite like Peter Gabriel. <laughs> do you, like do you know that this? Well, hold on. You're, you're, you're perhaps. Is, what is this? Are you plugging uh, our new podcast? Well, oh, with oh, sound, I might be. with the sound that you're <laughs> but making. But that's like the same thing, right? A little bit. <laughs> I thought I could have sworn it was like people kind of yelling in the background. Oh yeah, and just like there's a lot going on. <laughs> it reminded me of the music of "There Will Be Blood." Which I I love, love, but it's it's like it's great because Weird. it so doesn't fit. It didn't remind me of that at all. Oh, I see. So because it's anachronistic. Yes, I see. And it's just like I feel like when score when you like wow that's some weird music. I feel like it's it's technically failed as score <laughs> because you're like because it takes you out of the it moment. takes you out of it. You're like wow that's weird music. And that's, that's cr- like every time a song in this movie came on, I was like what the. Fuck? Is that? <laughs> I think moment to moment, this this movie is so incomprehensible. I don't know that I don't know that there's any music that could have tied it all together. I did like though when they were doing the the, the hanging on the cross bit. The music was Sledgehammer. I thought that was really appropriate. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> really weird point to tie in. But the light, I, the heat, <laughs> your eyes. I am complete. Your Christ. <clears throat> They had, uh, so I had not seen this. I kind of had like a a rough idea of what it was about. Did not know it took however many years it said to make this. 
Well, not to actually shoot it. Actually, the, the shooting, the, the once it finally got made, it was a very fast process. Okay. And it was, I think it was one of his shortest schedules and lowest budget movies, like as a legit filmmaker. Yeah. I mean, at this point, he's already made, he's already the celebrated filmmaker of Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, you know, and, and he was going to make this movie. I, I only know this because I read about it. Mm-hmm. He was going to make this movie with... Uh, Aiden Quinn as Jesus and Sting as Pontius Pilate. Okay, and uh, they had the money. It was at Paramount, and then but then there were all these like just the fact that they were going to make it uh, brought protested. out all these protests. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Paramount was like, yeah, I don't know, and so they didn't make it. And then years later, they finally got the money, and then they made it. it I could see that. It, it feels like. They were quickly trying to make this before someone realized they were making it. <laughs> like, let's get this over with before someone like pulls the plug on this thing. Well, the other interesting thing, so they shot it in 57 days, which is crazy. That's pretty long. And that's not that long. It feels very long. For a movie? Yeah. I mean, but the thing, like, you notice, like, there are, there are a bunch of shots in this movie that are, like classic Martin Scorsese shots where we're just, like, dollying in and these to, un- unmotivated dollies for yeah. no reason to dialogue. To a nipple? To Jesus's nipple, dolly to the nipple. Yeah. But the thing that, they, but but normally his movies, like all the shots are like that, or like there are a ton of them. And, he didn't and in have this time. one, they just come out of nowhere because most of the shots are not that. Mm-hmm. They, they, the aesthetic they couldn't afford; they didn't have the time. Oh, there is a couple of those. I'm not super versed in Scorsese stuff. Like I saw Departed. I thought Departed was awesome. Well, yeah, Goodfellas Until is him too, right? Oh yeah, Good Casino. Haven't seen Casino. I lo- what? Haven't seen God, Casino. God, Criterion. Please do a Criterion. It'll never happen. But the Criterion Casino would be amazing. And then Joey would be forced to watch it because <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that. I lo- I, that's my favorite of all of them. Of those? it's I, I Yeah. I mean, I understand there's a big debate what's better, Goodfellas or Casino. I understand Casino can't exist without Goodfellas. But I just think it's a much... It's a much better realized version of that idea because they're they're very similar movies. I used the same argument when I was talking to a friend in college about the Oscars that year, and he really wanted Babel to win, mm-hmm. and I said Departed will win. And when he's like, "Why? What makes Departed so good?" and this is my same argument to you as why is Casino better than The Departed is. Do you see Jack Nicholson snort coke off a hooker's ass in Casino? Uh, I posit to you now. I, I feel like you do see people snort. Also, that was Leonardo DiCaprio doing that. No, no, no. He like oh, oh that's f- oh I'm thinking of the Wolf of Wall Street, the <laughs> yeah. very first that's movie out of him. out oh, yeah. of an asshole, not on an ass. Was it out? Or was he blowing it? I think into he might have been ass. blowing it into her ass. Man, this is a great Last Temptation to Christ discussion we got going on. <laughs> We, it's we important really, to know where we went. We really we want to talk from. about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I agree with your point, though. Yes. I, see, yes. I, I, I accept your terms. Okay, good. Uh, so I have not been to church in, we'll say going on 23 years. What was your upbringing? Uh, what is it called? Boy. Uh, sure. Religious. Religion. Uh, Jesus and I mean, Christi- Lutheran. Christ- Lutheran, okay. Lutheran, is that, that's pretty. It's one of them. Milk toast one, right? Sure. I like. I feel like it, there was no like super long. Um, I was going to call them sessions. No super long sessions. church sessions. 
and it was pretty chill. It wasn't like everyone's going to hell all the time, but it was still like Jesus on the cross and all mm. that stuff. So I couldn't tell you what like what made it different or anything, but I I went long enough that I could see the glimpses of the stories I remembered in these scenes that seemed to just be like, remember this? Remember this? Oh, you remember mean, no, this? That, to me, that's the best part of the movie is like, <laughs> like Jesus greatest hits where yeah, it's like yeah. action Jesus being like, Hey, remember that thing I did? <laughs> Check it out. And then he like what almost like winks at the camera yeah. at that point. <laughs> so was, okay. It starts with the Jesus is like making the crosses for the Romans. Yeah, that's that. That's not a thing, is it? No, well, no. That's that's. I mean, the movie starts by deviating from the okay. the biblical text. By the way, I mean, are we for the sake of this podcast? Are we assuming that the things that happened in the in the Bible are real things that happened, or are we? Also, are we talking about the New Testament? Or the, I guess the New Testament is the Testament of Jesus. But as far as I'm concerned, yeah, this movie is an adaptation of the Bible. That's not true. That is, so, they, in fact, they they start the movie with text that says that's not the case. This is not based this on the film Bible. Is not based upon the Gospels, but upon the fictional exploration of the eternal spiritual conflict. People were very upset because they they just they they just don't want people fucking with their Jesus. They don't, and they don't want their Jesus fucking with other people. They don't want their Jesus fucking. But that's later. Yeah, Jesus wakes and he's uh, just continually has this strong sense of ennui. Yeah, about being Jesus. He's getting. He's hearing voices. So Jesus is like straight up crazy right now. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating that 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 I I wrote this down too. Like it's pretty it's pretty amazing that what people used to call visions and spirituality we now recognize as mental illness. <laughs> yeah, as and the we guy medicate them or not. Yeah, you know? it's, so it's it's not again not to not to. Uh, uh, belitt- I'm not belittling it. I'm making. I'm. I'm being funny, but also, I mean, it's. It we it's we would ridiculous. call that crazy. Yes, we would call that crazy. Now. Yes, and in fact, they. I mean, in the movie, they call it crazy. Uh, I think from from here on out, you can believe whatever you want. Where we're talking about the movie, yeah. So, buckle up. And if that's bad for you, then you can go protest somewhere and we'll continue on with the plot of this. I mean, listen, if you are familiar with the rest of the Explosive Magico uh, lineup, yeah, you you get it. Yeah. You get what we're going for. Uh, Was not expecting Harvey Keitel almost immediately, so... (laughs) Fucking Harvey Keitel. (laughs) Hey, Jesus! What you what you doing over here? I love every every <laughs> accent. That's why I like to call it Christ Bellas. Because it's like every everybody. What is it? What are all? First of all, what are all these white people doing in the Middle East? All like a lot of yeah, white people. tons of yeah. white, tons of like New York white people. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the way that G, uh, that Willem Dafoe says crosses, <laughs> crosses. <laughs> Uh, I love his act, and I love uh, when at some point when uh, when when Kaitel, it's like he's like it turned the other cheek. Uh, uh, only an angel could do that, or a dog. <laughs> dog. It's like he was here. It's so it's so good. And uh, anytime he talks in this movie, like almost like any because he's uh, so, spends so much of it like imploring Jesus to like do stuff or not do stuff. 
I can I only hear Jay Moore doing his Harvey Keitel impression from Reservoir Dogs. It's like you're not gonna die. Say the fucking words. <laughs> I only that's because that's exactly what he sounds like. It's ridiculous. That's uh, I'll, that reminds me of Frisky Dingo though. For his second episode of Frisky Dingo. I haven't seen it. Oh, fuck, man. Is there a criteria? <laughs> there is now. We're gonna have to do that. We're gonna have to do that. Um. <clears throat> And so I, when he came in, I didn't realize it was Harvey Keitel at first. And I was like, who's this guy that has like hair tape to his neck? It's like, he came in, it's like that type of beard where it's only outside of the face. Right. But then he comes in. I was like, is there another Jersey Dave in this movie? He just like comes in. He's like, hey, Jersey Jesus. Um, Jersey Dave. Well, you're, and, of course, referring to Joe D'Alessandro. Yes, Jersey Dave. Yeah. Jersey Mike. Hey, lived there in Italy my whole life, <laughs> or Transylvania, wherever the fuck we are. Hey. Baba, Baba Ganoush. <laughs> uh, the, this ne- the next scene, after Je- Jesus is just struggling and hearing voices and stuff, Je- he's full on crazy. Yeah. But then the next scene, I, I think this is another one of those things where it's just like, and now we're at this moment in, in the story. And now we're at this moment. It, it's not a therefore, therefore. Right. It just kind of jumps around. The greatest to the, hits. Yeah, the greatest hits, like you said. And there, there's this scene where Judas, played by Harvey Keitel, is like running around and people are fighting and getting murdered and stuff. But like everyone's wearing tunics because it's that time. Yeah. And like jumping over walls and stuff. I'm like, dude, your asshole's going to pop out. You need to oh, be careful man. when you. Asshole, your balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's like where my mind went. It took me out of the story, but it's okay <laughs> because. It, look, this is what I think. And I may have. Oh, go ahead. I no, 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 no. Go ahead. I was going to. Like, I may have said this for the Canterbury Tales, but I thought about it in every frame of this movie. Like, prior to the year. Night, maybe like 1900, which is not that long ago in the grand scope of this planet. Mm-hmm. Everybody must have smelled so bad <laughs> at all times. Yeah. I mean, there's no sanitation, there's no bathing, and and when there is, as they show in this thing, it's like a hot a hot room ball suit with that everybody. Yeah, everybody else has been in there. That's not clean water. That's not clean. You're not water. getting clean. You might actually be getting dirty. It wasn't clean before they started the oh, the bath bath train. It makes me sick, and it also makes my girlfriend crazy when I. <laughs> talk about this because she's like i get it people were dirty stop being so fascinated by the past well i'm fat i'm a- listen i like to explore things i'm a curious person back to I, you joey i mostly am just think how did people bone because that had to be gross disgusting disgusting i mean and maybe that's why they made oral sex like a sodomy they're like oh we can't do that yeah, it's like because it's gross it's yeah. dangerous <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> let's see I feel like the first chunk of this movie before Jesus kind of gets his crew up done, it's all like, which you don't realize you're watching like a 40 minute long crew up Yeah, at the beginning. Because like while he's going through these greatest hits, we see like Mary Magdalene, we see- Being a prostitute, real bummer to be a prostitute, by the oh, way. Speaking Back then, of the or sanitation, anytime, I was like, yikes. oh, we're just going into the, I guess they didn't have TV, so let's watch this lady fuck. Yeah, Jesus likes to watch. Yeah, and then I realized it was a cue. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Awful. Bunch of dudes just like hanging out in a room with like some sheer curtains, just waiting their turn. Oh, it's a bad life for, for all of them, but especially for her. But like, you got to really 
really need it. Yeah. To get through that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Mary Magdalene, and who is that again? Barbara Hershey. Barbara Hershey. The I Golden get, Globe nominated, I when, think? I think she won. Is she? I, She's I very good. She is She is good. I like the, the kind of cool tattoo stuff they did yeah. for that. It was like its own twist on um, the aesthetic of that time. It's like people would randomly have these really elaborate tattoos or mm-hmm. decorations and stuff. Uh, Mary Magdalene and Jesus go way back. Yeah. Um, not sure really what he was doing there other than just watching her fuck a bunch of dudes. But then oh, he was out trying to get forgiveness because he was hearing voices that was her voice and he was realizing, I think I need to get her forgiveness and then things will be better. And then he doesn't. No, like, she's she's not she's not into that, but she she is into trying to tempt him to fuck her, which should we start at this point talking about the fact that the the movie's premise it, it, as as the movie Star Wars episode 1 The Phantom Menace posits that the ultimate temptation and therefore evil comes from women uh-huh. who are just like, "Hey, Let's be happy. <laughs> They're literally at the, at the at be like, gone. like four or five times in this movie. A woman is like, but like, don't you want to just like be happy? And like, maybe we could just, you know, be together and happy. And he's Foul just like, yeah, demon. yeah, insane. <laughs> insane. You can't do that if you're Jesus, man. It's or, like or part, a Jedi or, or who did it in Star Wars? It's it's Anakin. It because Anakin Natalie is Portman? tempted by by Padme Amidala. You know, you uh, yeah. Because he's tempted by her. Because he's uh, you know into it's her. Natalie Portman. It turns him into Darth Vader. That's so <laughs> fucked. That's such a fucked up. Ma- anyway, it's a bad message. Everyone would be Darth Vader if Natalie Portman was the devil. <laughs> I'm pretty sure is what we would up. Uh, that's the takeaway. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And I, I it, look, if that's something that I have to explore, I, I'm, I'm willing to try. I mean, I'm no Moby, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even up to date on that. I only saw a, a headline. Oh, right now. it's, it's, it's. I think it's. Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, off, off, Mike. Yeah, we'll talk about our new podcast, uh, um, Natalie Portman's boyfriend, Mo- Mobius Strip. It's all where we analyze each Moby album and talk about his relationship with Natalie Portman in every episode. So we're twenty three minutes at this point. Um, I know because I checked, and there seems to be no point other than here's Jesus touching a naked lady. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's not. So like. Not to jump too far ahead, but I feel like the first movie in this movie is is that greatest hits Cliff Notes thing, and then the movie actually starts, which is is a little later, and I'll explain more what I mean when we get there. But the Mary and Jesus knew each other when they were kids, and they had some sort of falling out, and then he goes off to the desert. I don't. I I feel like They're, I continually they, they, lost time. Yeah, no, no, they to, they they definitely it feels like a bunch of scenes get skipped where <laughs> you're like, why? Wait, what is? We he? don't got time. Get oh, over no. here. Oh no, he goes to see her because he's like, I got to go to the desert. You know, <laughs> what, uh, hey. I need your forgiveness before I go to the desert to figure some shit out because apparently nobody had anything to do back then. No, yeah, that yeah. they could just be like, all they had to do was like contemplate life and, and stink and. <laughs> 
it's and awful. follow people around who are contemplating just life. following like and to your point that it takes them so long to crew up like oceans 11 it takes like five minutes yeah that's a they, montage like, figured it out yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a fun movie <laughs> is there a criterion of that i don't know there's some criterions of some the last temptation of daddy ocean uh uh the 13 Oh yeah, that, so uh, off in the desert, he ends up at this mud hut, and he's welcomed in by this this innkeeper, which is where we get our first Scorsese shot of that dramatic push in that's super unmotivated, yeah. right into Defoe's like bosom as he's laying on the ground, and then the next morning we have this amazing reveal. That was the guy that let me in last night. He was dead already last night. <gasps> he's dead the whole time. He's been dead for fifty years. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Isn't that crazy? He sees dead people. I guess. They let him into his houses. I think Jesus is just full on nuts and just goes and sleeps in someone's house. Or, you know, whatever. Uh, They were all kissing all over the naked dude, which again, gross. Um, yep. Okay, so here's a, the another one. And I, I like, again, not being super familiar with Scorsese movies, was another one of the things that took me out of the movie where he's like, I'm only here to serve God. You think it's a blessing to know what God wants? He wants to push me over. And then the camera does this thing where it like <laughs> looks like it's getting thrown over the edge of the cliff. Yeah. And I was just sitting there going, what was what, that? What is happening? What was the point of that camera? Oh, yeah. So if this was like a real Scorsese movie, that would have been like in every scene. Uh, not that. Is my mic still working? Yeah, I hear you. You can hear me? Yeah. Why do I sound so weird to myself? Maybe that's just, oh, hello. You just wanted to be louder. I can make you louder. I, no, I mean, I just need to, I just couldn't hear myself. I just I couldn't tell if I was these, being amplified. Hear these deep vocals. <clears throat> I, I've never seen anything quite that, exp- I mean, he doesn't necessarily do stuff that experimental. Um, Push yeah, me over. That was, that was goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, by the way, and I think it's that scene when he when there's a bunch of people. Oh, well, I'm thinking of the scene where he, or did we already skip the part where he saves Mary Magdalene from? That's not stoned? yet. He goes oh, back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's. This is when he's still in the desert, uh, the de- talking to. He spends a lot of time. In the desert. He does. He talks to um, some. I think was it Judas he was talking to on the cliff when he has that speech. Lucifer's inside me. He yeah, says, yeah. you're not a man, the son of man. You're more than the son of God. You're yeah. more than that. You're God. And at that point, you're like, okay, this guy's just full on nuts. But yeah. I guess back then, that's it's what how people talked about. Mm-hmm. So you can just be like, I have God in me. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Are you serious? He's got God in him. Oh, can I follow you through the desert? Can I just walk wherever you go? I've got go? nothing else going on. Well, let me check my schedule. Oh, I don't have a schedule. <laughs> and I checked it, and it's empty. I'll it go with you. It just says stink. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so I'm check, kind of booked, but check, I'll yeah. follow you. I kind of took care of that for the day. <laughs> um, the the wandering follower is a job, job occupation that has really fallen out of vogue. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Just to be a follower? Certainly, in at least in like the urban world. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you just had followers and you rolled up in like other cities. Like, oh, that cloud of people just showed up. <laughs> like, that sucks. They're here for like a week. Oh, man. Like, what would you, could we do anything uh, if like a Jesus today wandered from city to city with... 50 people that followed him well have you seen, we've you've seen wild wild country 
That's true. Yeah, they, but they, they didn't. They didn't m- like migrate. Well, they didn't and, keep migrating. Yeah. They did migrate from India to here. Right, right. Said Oregon, and then big stayed. mistake. Big mistake. They. Sheila they, is a bitch. She is a bitch. If they landed, they set up camp, and then they did like a yearly tour. Yeah, no, that would have. They would have. Well, like just roll they, up into town and do they, whatever they want. They could have diffused their annoyance to people if they were like, "They'll be gone in a year. It's fine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they'll be, or they'll be gone and the next time. Jesus like has a total change of tactic. And he's like, it's you all mean about, like every five. It's all minutes. about love. It's all about fire. It's all about love, though. <laughs> it's all about love and the stuff. I in just want to die. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, at some point, I love that Judas calls him out and is like, "Dude, you change your mind every two <laughs> yeah, fucking seconds. Yes. You need to chill out." Yes. Um, which I, the movie was reading my mind. Yeah. It, it's again that that whole. I think we missed a couple couple scenes, but whatever. We'll yeah. go with it because we're tr- still trying to get to like the thesis of this movie, which is like an hour and 30 minutes into it. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. The, now, after he has that sort of speech about being God or whatever, he goes back and there's a bunch of people trying to stone and kill Mary, which I didn't know why. Cause Cause she, I, oh, because she worked on the Sabbath. Oh, okay. It wasn't necessarily because she was a prostitute. But the, that's why they were so excited about it, because they wanted to punish her for being a prostitute. But it was because she worked on Yeah, this. that's what they were... That's what the, the actual crime was. Okay. Although, I don't... Because I thought a prostitute was, like, a job then. Yeah, I don't think it was illegal. It yeah. was definitely frowned upon yeah, culturally, yeah. but which is crazy, because everybody wants a turn, yeah, in the ta- apparently. But, but then, you know, then they... I think it's it's so fucked up our our man's relation not not man mankind's relationship to sex it's so fucked up but yeah. uh but yeah and so so he he strolls in there and it's like good, good timing by the way <laughs> yeah as as they are actually throwing rocks at Mary and she's crawling through the street he shows up he's like oh fuck I bet he's gonna do that rock speech and stones he's gonna do the thing about the stones Ooh, yeah ooh, here it greatest comes. hits yeah <laughs> greatest hits and it's just like less elegant it's like don't throw rocks if you do bad shit hey give me that rock <laughs> i'll punch you in the fucking face <laughs> that's that i god if there was more swearing i wish that everybody was like fucking you know go we gotta go out today That'd what is that really a fucking good. snake yeah, I'll bash that fucking snake in its fucking snake brains. Well, I feel like if they could do more cursing, it would really humanize a lot of the crazy shit in this. If they could yeah. react like a person, like yeah. when a, in their accents, yeah, when, fuck. When this magic fire starts talking to you in the desert, the real reaction is just to be like, "What the fuck?" Or or the lion from the Chronicles of Narnia yeah, shows sure. up. <laughs> hey, what's up, Jesus? How you doing? <laughs> Hey, I'm. Pr- I might also be Harvey Keitel's voice. Not sure. I'm about to go start my own film franchise. <laughs> you got any words of wisdom for me hey, as Jesus Lion? Less temptation and none. You know what I'm saying? A basango. That's uh, Italian, right? <laughs> might as well be to me. Uh, by the fun fact, uh, while you're dying over there, yes, yes. Um, the guy Zebedee, who was the guy uh, who was leading the pack of the old guy, who was leading the pack. Who of said he had no him. sin and thus could cast a stone? Well, correct. Yes. Lies. Um, 
uh, Zebedee for two things. One, Zebedee, I've just put this together, was Zebedee. Zebedee was the name of a former neighbor's cat. Looked like a cat that had been resurrected and like Lazarus style. Um, it was a very old cat. Uh, but also, Zebedee was played by Irvin Kirshner, who is not really an actor. He's a director. Oh. Famously directed The Empire Strikes Back, which oh. I think we could all agree is probably still the best Star Wars movie. Uh, and then uh, he also directed uh, the James Bond film, Never Say Never Again, uh, uh, On Deadly Ground, the Steven Seagal movie, Whoa. and RoboCop 2. Yes. Yikes. Nuke. Yikes. That's the one of that list I fucking love the most. <laughs> RoboCop 2? Of all the ones you just said? Yeah. But RoboCop, the the, the fallout from RoboCop to RoboCop 2. There's no more nuke for you, heavy. bitch. There's a, you squeeze a drug into your neck. Oh, fuck, that's right. I forgot about, maybe, is there a criterion RoboCop 2? <laughs> I hope so. You forgot a, what you're saying. You forgot about Nuke. I did. I I definitely forgot about it. And then they put someone's brain in a better RoboCop, and it's like, oh shit, it's RoboCop two. Oh man, in the movie, RoboCop comma T O O like Teen Wolf two, which is the the real title of that movie as well is what it means. RoboCop or yeah, RoboCop also. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, there's some of these notes. I'm, I'm not quite sure what they mean because uh, I have a little note here. About this time, my doghouse showed up. Yay. Um, wow. <laughs> so eating. You were really in it. Yeah. Eating a chicken sandwich and cheese tots. Uh, Jesus and his posse, 40 minutes in, now recruit up, walking through the desert. So many dudes. Jesus or Judas tells Jesu he doesn't understand caring for the little turds. And I don't know if that's a direct quote. It's probably not. Oh, yeah, that's definitely straight out of the Bible. Turds? <laughs> Turds. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> he, Judas was going to go see John the Baptist. Isn't that a rapper? <laughs> it's like a rapper, right? I'll, John I, the Baptist? That sounds right. I'm yeah, John like, the Baptist. Like Chance, my, Chance the Rapper? My my music is clapless. Lo, my uh, style quest, is a quest love. Quest Love, Chance the Rapper, John the Baptist. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the 3-6 Mafia. I, for for serious thought, I was like, that's a rapper, right? Like, imme- like as soon as I heard John the Baptist, I'm like, I've heard that before. I don't think it's just from church, but apparently it is. Yeah, he's the 19th member of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> which so there is, a, there is a, a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, rest in peace, Old Dirty Bastard, who, like, at one point he rebranded as, like... Big Baby Jesus or something like oh, that. Oh, that's dope. So that's on. That's that's ODB. That's on theme for. Like, <laughs> I, so he Judas was like, I'm gonna go see John the Baptist, but then he and Jesus cuddle instead for some reason. There's like a real, like, yeah, they, they, they're snuggle love. buddies. Yeah, definitely snuggle buddies. And was it a thing during then to just like straight up kiss on the mouth? Was that a th- or? Or is it, I, I, it's look, they still do it in Europe. Okay, it is. Yeah, so just like kiss on the mouth. Yeah. But like for well, a second. Well, we kiss on the mouth. I thought that was a different thing. Well, when you're stuck in space and all you have are movies to watch, and, yeah, and we don't even have robot parts to build <laughs> robot friends. Yeah, that's true. Like on that other program about movie watching in space. It's a good show. It's good stuff. But anyway, deep mouth kiss just to yeah. be like sub. Well, there's no tongue. How deep is it? 
it, if you push your faces together so much that it parts your lips, I feel like that's a deep kiss. And those look deep. That's fair. And then they hang. There's yeah. a lot of hang time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cuddle buds, hang, hang, hang time. But I didn't know if that was saying like, hey, Jesus might like dudes, or if that was just like, hey, this is the back then. I think it's just back then. Oh, okay. Just thinking I'll about talk about deep, yeah, I'll deep talk kissing. about cuddle buds is really getting me <laughs> sneezy. Um, Sneezes Christ. So he, he has this posse, and it's like, you need to go to the desert. That's where God is. Yep. And then he goes to the desert, draws a circle, and sits in it. And so far, this tracks with all the logic of the Bible that I remember. Absolutely. And it doesn't have any. Nope. <laughs> goes, I, I assumed it was like a salt circle or something from Exorcist or Poltergeist or whatever. Sits well, in a circle and stuff just maybe he was just, just trying to keep ants away. It was yeah. like chalk. <laughs> Um, no, he, uh, yeah, well, I think, I think it's explained by him saying like, well, I'm just going to like open my mouth and open my mind and God will do all the work. No, that's, that's, is that later? No, no, I'm saying you're right. But God doing the work is actually your brain shutting down because you're dying because you're sitting in a circle in the desert. Yeah. No, you're start, you're hallucinating. I mean, these guys, they were, they were, they were dying of heat. Yeah. They were dehydrated. They're they were eating your dopamine. They didn't have any food. It was, they were just, yeah, their, their brain, they were, they were, it was like the last days of Christopher McCandless, the, the, the young boy who went off into the wilderness in the book and hit film Into the Wild, ah. portrayed by Emil Hirsch in the film. This is a movie podcast, right? Yeah, it's uh, Sean Penn. It certainly is. I, I never. He said he seems like a delight. He does. Oh, that was really creepy the way you did that. By the way, oh, <laughs> I was yeah? like, oh god, what's oh, happening? No. Um. So when he gets down, he sits in a circle. Yeah. There's like this weird fade to black. Yeah. I was like, there are quite a few fades to black, but like in a way that I was like. Is it a commercial break? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Like felt really much, or felt, again, super unmotivated. Like, let's take a breather. Out of ideas. Yeah. Let's, let's say, we'll fade out here, and we this could just, be the end if we stop. We can't just cut to the same shot, right? <laughs> Wait, we only got the one angle? Uh, oh, shit. Well, we can't got more. We can't bring the lion in yet, can we? So this is, there's like three or four different visitors. One is a snake. That mind fucked up are snakes, by the way. That keep talking to him with yeah. his mind. So he's definitely not crazy. No, he's fine. Uh, the lion from Narnia we talked about. Um, the lion explodes. Yeah, which is pretty dope. Yeah, I don't remember that yeah. from the Bible, but action, it's still dope. action. Jesus, man. Um, the, was the lion the thing that said, "I am your heart"? I don't remember. Jersey lion. <laughs> Jersey lion. Roar and shit. Hey, raw. Uh, and then fire, which I thought was pretty on the nose representation of like an evil force or a Satan or something, but I couldn't tell where the fire was coming from. It's just out there, and it was in like it, it was like they they realized they didn't have enough footage, so they slowed it down. They slowed it way down. Yeah, too far, too far down and, I, for my taste. Yeah, when you can feel the steps. Yeah, not good, not good. But good enough to get nominated for best director. Oh yeah. That's well, it's it's I different mean, time. It's very, Jesus well, times also, a different time. Like we, you couldn't get away with the kind of continuity errors that are that are in this like of like day to night to day. You used to be able to get away with it. Now you can't get away with any of that shit. Can you get away with it if you base it on the Bible? You know, fair point. No, yeah. you can't. You'll get protested if you base anything on the Bible. But then it's everyone like, will want to see it. Bible. Mm, actually, what happened to us? 
Um, I wish Bible people talk like Star Wars nerds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, Judas and Jesus weren't that good of friends. Uh, uh, it's not canonical that uh, Judas uh, held a knife. To, um, that's that's uh, what all the protests were. Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, actually. Um, Jesus would die for our sins and wouldn't wouldn't want to not die for our sins, actually. Um, uh, uh, also, I just wanted to point out that when... when I, what did he when he threw he's eating the apple and he threw the seeds and it just like poof was an apple tree <laughs> I, cut to I a tree. laughed out loud <laughs> that was I know it's supposed to be magical but it was I hilarious to I, me. I put it somewhere I was like oh he was able to jump cut an apple tree into existence somehow can you imagine if Robert De Niro had played Jesus or the apple tree <laughs> out of a dope i just love the idea of de niro as jesus it's just like a full it's just like they're like fuck it this is a scorsese movie uh, it is christ fella yeah you know jesus uh, i'm gonna go sit in the desert uh, stop with that mouth is this so. an asmr thing no i hate it <clears throat> i want you to hear my sticky mouth now uh the fire talking to jesus saying join me join me um yep pretty easy to see through this the subtext. Uh, then he gets an apple tree, takes an apple. Apple's filled with blood. Why? It's cool. It's gross. Just spits out a blood Don't apple. Don't eat that apple. Apple's a Bible slang term for vagina. It's so fucked. Man, it, it really <laughs> pisses me off. It, it, <laughs> Is it? Am I wrong? Is that? No. The, the, well, no. The apple. You love them apples. The apple. I don't, don't think you? It's, I don't think the apple means vagina. I, I think, think it means it's fuck this apple. I think, well, that's, I think you're really working through your own stuff right I now. I have my own interpretation of the Bible. Is that Bible what all is... these cord apples are around this room? <laughs> oh, man. It's all coming Multi -use, together. Multi-use. Multi-use things is fuck them apples. Uh, How about them apples? Hey, Mom, I hope you're not still listening to this podcast. Hi, Chris's mom. The, I know uh, you're still listening. Fair enough. Um, uh, I, I think the apple, it represents knowledge because, because also in, in many religions, knowledge is a bad thing. You're just, you're not supposed to like, you just look, take it on faith. You don't need knowledge. Just take Quiet, it on cheap. faith. Just believe what we tell you. Give me don't your worry money. About it. Give me your life. Follow me in the desert. It's crazy. Okay. I'll do it. Yo, yeah. I got nothing hey, to do. Wh where are we going to desert? Did he say desert? Oh, man. I reek. <laughs> hey, is that you or is that me? Oh, it's, it's all, all of us. us. Yeah. We stink. Uh, so I have here, I blacked out for a minute, and then Jesus is <laughs> is talking to, uh, I forget their names, the sisters. Was one of them Mary as well? Yeah, Mar like Mary and Martha, I think. Something, yeah, because I got confused because of- That's my mom's name, too. <laughs> Mary Magdalene. Martha. Um, it's a, Superman, Batman reference. Oh, okay. We're gonna have fun. Have a nice time. I I love this scene, and it's what snapped me out of my black blackout state. Was Jesus gets like lodging and food and stuff from these two women, and essentially tries to pay for it with a by saying you're blessed. And I'm like, but dude, I want some sweet dick. Yeah. Hey, wouldn't you want to just like be happy? You want. We're 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 throwing ourselves at you. Yeah. You're kind of a I guess you're sort of a celebrity or something. I mean, you are the only white guy we've ever seen, <laughs> although we're also white, but not here really. in the Middle East. Uh I mean, we gave you we gave you some shelter, we gave you some food, some company. 
uh, we just want some dick. I don't feel like that's too much to ask. Yeah, it's courteous at that, but they're your hosts. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, who? That's a fantasy for a lot of people. That to me, that's never been a huge fantasy because like that sounds like a lot of work. To? <laughs> yeah. Well, also like what? Yeah, it's like what do you focus on? Anyway, I'll I'll uh, I can disappoint two at once now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. <clears throat> So we go from Jesus talking his way out of a, a three-way to a bunch of dudes by a fire who are like, this is our scene. We got to really make it count. Yeah. Acting their fucking balls off. And as they all talk about, I honestly don't really know what any of their points were. Yeah. Other than it was just like, it's now it's my turn to talk. Yeah. And now it's my turn to talk. And then by the end of it, they Here's go another like- another line from the Bible. <laughs> they go like- full mumblecore and start just saying their stuff like over top of each other and then Harvey Keitel shows up and is like shut the fuck up and then they do <laughs> that's like the that is very true it's the basis of that whole scene I don't know what the point of it was other than they're just like yeah we're disciples hey we're sitting around in the desert do you think he's doing the three way nah he's not doing the three way nah he won't do the three way um, no sex with chicks. Ugh, gross. Girls are gross. <laughs> I just like hanging out with my bros out fucking, in the desert, fucking apples. Oh. Uh, so there we have a couple scenes missing, and then Jesus rips his own heart out. <laughs> Which I was like, all right, I'm gonna pay attention now. Oh, I think maybe I missed that somehow. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. I don't. I don't have that. I didn't. He's maybe, talking maybe I to fell asleep. <laughs> It's so out of nowhere, and it's it's like Jesus turns at this point is like to prove that he's got this power, or whatever. He like does that thing where he like reaches into his own chest and pulls his heart out, and everyone's like, "Fuck!" I remember that. Really? Jesus, yeah. Was this a different version? No, I don't think so. Okay, it was the same file that you sent me. Oh, okay. So obviously, and by I was like, file, I of course mean laser disc. I have this laser disc. Yeah, you own look, it. It's I look, fine. I do own it. But I. He tears his heart out. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, he's totally Jesus. And then... Is that when he started casting de- demons out of dudes? That's This is when he goes full on televangelist yeah, yeah. and starts doing, like, miracle healing. Out, Satan! Um, gone! And then he says creepy shit, like, on the third day, I shall be perfected. And then there's, like, a bunch of people that rise out of the ground, which I didn't know if he was bringing people back from the dead because they have this weird, like, sloppy mud fight. But there's, like... All these people crawling. Did you watch this part of the movie? You're really making me feel crazy. I know. I, I I think I I apparently I I I I apparently come back to life uh, when he starts casting demons out of these oh, dudes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and is healing people. And well, there's a, and there's a camera shadow. See on if him. you remember this note because I felt important. It was important enough to write down. He starts doing his healings and raising people from the dead. And then we cut to a party where they're just straight up cutting a goat's dick in half. Yeah. And why? I, I wrote. Why do we sacrifice animals and or anything for that matter? Why is it just like oh the blood is the life? Uh, yeah. Their their whole thing of that's well so I mean fucked up. It they got theirs. I mean that's like. Their obsession with blood is eventually what killed a lot of old timey people, right. just like with the black deaths and or things like that. I assume disease. Were they drinking blood? Well, you know, there's they, they piss and shit everywhere, and then oh, there's blood. God. Like doctors, doctors would drain the blood out of plague yeah. victims, and then be like, "Oh, oh what do we do with all now. this infected blood? Throw it in the street, I guess." Oh God, so, it was a bad time. Everybody smelled terrible. But that had that was a real goat, wasn't it? 
Probably, you mean in real life? Yeah, like, yeah I'm yeah. sure it is. Well, that's a, you know, they the, a lot of religions sacrifice animals. There's a there's a in uh, in the Orthodox uh, Judaism, there's I can't remember the name of the holiday, but they part of what they do is is they they get a chicken and they each person sacrifices the chicken and they cut the chicken open and the rabbi like covers them in the blood of the Still? chicken for, yeah oh yeah my, my my friend is a photographer and he has this like decades long project about holidays i bet that would make some dope photos oh he's he's i mean well it's really not surprisingly very difficult to get permission to oh, shoot yeah. in these things but yeah he's he's photographed a few of these of these uh God. these rituals and the the i th- anyway, it's it's fucked up it's but you know what i i look at it as fucked up that's just part of their tradition i just don't understand why we sacrifice animals or virgins or, or any of that anything shit. yeah why do we say what like what what god is like i need death well that's they kind of like allude to that a little bit and it's a, it's a little later when his guardian angels like he's you have suffered and you have done enough suffering right but like why did i have to do that period yeah. like you could be like a cool bro and like talk to me yeah, but no, I want to like torture you for a bit. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it either. But what's what's the motivation? Well, I you know I was trying to reverse engineer it because like you can only eat fish on Fridays was because like big fish was in the pocket of the the Catholic Church. Big or, fish? Yeah. No, I mean, no. It's well, it's or just some, like well, it, like all of that stuff is based on the fact that they didn't have sanitation. Like co- keeping kosher and like not mixing meat and and dairy, that's because things spoiled. And so they so, thought it would protect them to do that. And like, same with with shellfish. It's it just they didn't have, they didn't have you know they didn't have proper sanitation, and so it was safer to not mix those things. Here's what I think. Okay, and you know it's probably true. Yeah, I I, I buy that. Hey, Pope. My, hey, Pope. My fishery is doing horrible. Here's 10,000 Pope bucks. Pope bucks. Can you make it so that we have to eat fish on Friday? Yeah. On your domini, because the they only end. speak Latin. Oh, right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it could have some... Well, that's the kind of thing, like rules and like that kind of thing. That could have something to do with money, but... I just wanted to say before we leave that party, which is like a wedding, and they were like, "You guys can't come into our wedding." Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I, my droids are looking for. But uh, when Jesus is is uh, they they he makes his play, and then and then they're walking in, and then the the uh, the apostle, the guy who who is the guest and who or the person who was invited, who's like, "These are my guests." Yeah, the guy who was in the abyss, um, uh, in the movie The Abyss. Uh, he then as they're walking in, and then he like touches Judas, Harvey Keitel, and I'm pretty sure Keitel said, "Don't touch me." Oh, like, like when he's 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 like touches me, like don't touch me. Like it was just it was, him. It was almost like yeah, Harvey Keitel was like, "I don't want to be a easy actor." <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how many you touch me in the lat, I'll fucking break your fucking knuckles. <laughs> uh, Jesus goes on like full hippie asshole mode like at, at starting at this wedding oh yeah where he like someone's like dude you can't come we didn't invite you you can't come to this party and he like explains his way in right. with like a bunch of shit that you just been like whatever man just yeah, going on yeah. just don't I, too much it, it was like yeah 
tip the waitresses at least piece of shit he he just like starts spouting a bunch of stuff and every single person he talks to you can tell just like has no idea what he's talking about and he they just yeah. let him get away They're with like, it fine. this guy fine. talks whatever he talks good i guess but also this this is this this is this, am I, is this really working mm-hmm. guy it's so maybe my ears are fucked up and maybe it's the headphones Headphone, but you sound great. Thank you. Um, the this is this to me is when the movie kicks into gear in into action Jesus mode. Mm-hmm. When, and this this I find is like the the real like greatest hits because this is the water into wine, which I wrote LOL. <laughs> Where he's like he's like isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You want to oh, see you want to see some cool shit? <laughs> oh, go check it out. Uh, hey, did you check that jug? Yeah, it's water. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it, it was is. so. It was such a dick way of doing it. Was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he looks at him and he's like, yeah. Excuse me. Was that a fart? <laughs> yeah, it sounded exactly like the... Doo-doo-doo. Yeah. Um, so... He also... Fuck, he also... His mom is like, hey, it's me, your mom. And he's like, you're not my mom. Yeah, I'm I don't know you. Uh, yeah. Uh, my God's in heaven. Yeah. Or my dad's a God in heaven. Yeah. Goodbye. Who are you? Goodbye. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And and uh, I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure if I did that shit to my mom, it would it would not fly. <laughs> it would not be okay. <laughs> Listen, you little shit. Yeah. It would. There would be consequences to that. She just crouches down and cries about it. But uh, I guess, like, what do you do then if someone's like, "Hey, I'm God now." Um, dude, I think my I think my kid went full on nuts. He's crazy. He went nuts. He's definitely out. But of he's crazy. got he's got those followers. His hair is beautiful. <laughs> he, 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 I was really surprised towards the end how how well Defoe could pull off a Jesus look. I didn't think it would work. You mean but white Jesus, yeah, pull off yeah. the white Jesus look. Yeah. But the more we see. Like the crucifixion stuff and like him building them. Like crucifixion is like mega fucked up. Oh yeah. And it's crazy to me that that is like a symbol you wear. Cause yeah, it's insane. Cause also, so if Jesus did come back, wouldn't he be pissed off? It's just like, oh, gee, all the, the why yeah, would you get remind those away me? from me? Why would you remind me of the worst thing that ever happened? Yeah, but it's also the best thing that ever happened. It's, it's proof of the sins, miracle, I guess. I guess. But I don't that that sort of came up in that he brings Lazarus during his televangelizing back to life, who was a dude dead in a cave that apparently stunk horrible. Worse, it stunk so bad they reacted when you know everyone by default stunk horribly. Mm-hmm. So it had to be raw in there. Oh, and so he bad. brings him back to life, and this oh. zombie hand reaches up, yeah. and Jesus is just like, I don't want to touch <laughs> that. Yeah, that was crazy. Just like slow. It was, it was almost like Willem Dafoe was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah. I didn't. Oh God! Oh, really? Okay, Marty, okay. Are you sure, Marty? I'm, I'm an actor. Oh Whew. God! Really got to... Okay, oh, here God. we go. Um, so Lazarus, who's this dude's had a, like a rough time, is just hanging out, staring off into space, which is like all he's capable of doing anymore. I guess that's what happens when you die and get brought back four days later. Yeah, it's rough stuff. Um, is like proof of a Jesus miracle, so he's just shanked. Oh yeah, that was fucked up by by Harry Dean Stanton. Who is he again? Saul, right? But then later he comes back later and he's preaching about Jesus. 
That's later. Yes. Spoiler alert. He did have a really good line, though, and this is sort of one he of those. great. Lazarus? Well, no, uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, okay. He's so good in this movie, and it's so hard to, like, uh, reckon, or it's hard to, like, reconcile that Harry Dean Stanton with the, like, really old Harry Dean Stanton, oh. who's just, <laughs> like, he looks like he's being, like, wheeled around and, and just, like, say these words. <laughs> words! Like, he just looks totally out of it. They had, there's a sort of, um, I really like seeing people's interpretations of hell because I think that's like a cool avenue for artistic interpretation. And the lines about like, what is it like after death? And I thought they had a really good, like one of my favorite lines or responses to that I had heard. And they asked Lazarus, like, what was it like after? He's like, I was surprised. There was not much different. That's why they kill him. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, well, and that he was proof because they say later he's like, well, Lazarus was the best proof of your miracles and now he's gone. But right. I thought that was a great line because like most of the time movies will like not actually answer the question. Like right. they'll whisper it or they'll, um, you know, it's like I can't tell you that or withhold that information. But I thought that was kind of like a, f- a cool or, way or, to. Or they posit that it's paradise or they posit that there's no pain or there's no suffering. And right. He was just kind of like, it's just kind of like this. It's just more of this, and people are like, Cause it, well, because if there's no reward, then after why? you die, why you, why do you follow the rules and keep order? Right. How do they keep control of you? Yeah, mm. you can't keep control of people if there's no uh, incentive. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to skip over in this sequence the fact that I, I that uh, um, Harvey Keitel as Judas, his hair is like clown orange. It gets oranger. Yeah. It's like As it's the movie like, goes. It's like they had one dye job they did at the beginning of production, and then 55 days later, it was like, <laughs> yikes. It reacted with the oh, sun really no, poorly. What is happening out here in Morocco? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then also, they're, they're like, they're like, chant, they're like walking around, and, and Harvey Keitel's just chanting, King of the Jews! King of the Jews! Yeah. King of the Jews! Uh, just the way he said, King of the Jews! Hey! Lone Star. <laughs> Yogurt. Well, wow, I haven't seen that in a while. Is there a Criterion Space? <laughs> I hope so. There is not. Uh, so this is also, speaking of Lazarus again, this is clearly like a case of telephone exaggeration, right? He's like, Lazarus has been dead four days. So it it started, Lazarus died four seconds ago. And then, like, so-and-so told so-and-so told so-and-so, and it went from four seconds to four days somehow. Well, it also, it, you know, you know, modern-day faith healers, a lot of times the people are just plants. Like, like they ficus? plant some. Yeah. Yeah, they're trees. They're <laughs> yeah. apple trees. Got it. Um, somebody's got to fuck those apples. And... <laughs> But no, they they just put them out there, and they're like, "Can I, you know, the, you know, I'm gonna make make this person walk," and then they get out of the chair and they walk around, but they were fine. That's yeah, the Jim Jones style, right? Yeah. Um, all right, we got it. Let's let's pick up the pace here. Now that we're getting to like the important part of the movie, Jesus and Judas are talking about Judas or Jesus's new change of plans, which is that he now has realized he has to die on the cross. This is after he had to go to the desert and get right. followers. This is after he went warlord for like a hot second. Fire. And now he's like, fuck, I got to die. That's the the way that this is going to wrap this up. And then he tells Judas. Because he, he gets to, the stigmata. Yeah. Hakuna in his hands. stigmata. 
<laughs> he gets the stigmata. He's like, oh, shit, I, that's how this has to go down. Got it. Um, but he tells Judas he has to betray him. Right. And Judas is like, I don't, I don't want to. And I don't know. I, th- I don't think that's not Bible canon, right? That's just that, like, that's a twist this movie threw on it. That I don't know. Because I know Judas like betrays Jesus, right? But this the movie posits that it's because Jesus told him to, right? And I don't remember if someone's like, you know, Judas got a bum rap. <laughs> let's, let's set the record straight, or if Judas like actually betrayed him, and this is just sort of like a, an alternate take on the whole idea. Well, according to the Gospel of Matthew, uh, Judas betrayed Jesus for a bribe of thirty pieces of silver. Okay, so it wasn't. That then. according according again according to one of the gospels. By the way, all the people who wrote those gospels, none of them were around. They were those these are go- all like seventy to a hundred years later. This is like you talk about a game of telephone. Yeah, it's those were the guys stories, by the fire. But no, they're the guys who are after those guys. Oh. A lot of those guys, I think. Well, at this point, there's still an hour left in the movie. Um, That's terrible. <laughs> How about that first communion scene? Where where they're all sitting around, he's like, "This is my body. This is." It's like that to me was like the scene in every movie about a band where they like improvise the music and lyrics to one of the most famous songs you've ever heard, <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, "Oh, I don't know. I call it. Uh, I call it um, Smoke on the Water." Yeah, exa- <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> well, what do you call it? I I don't know. Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know. <laughs> you just make it up when in real life these things take time and. You yeah, know, like here, take this. This this bread is my body. I I don't want that. Gross. Yeah, that's, shut up, dude. It's free bread. Some of those people took some real big chunks too. I felt it was like an office space. Body bread. Imagine like Milton. But there's not. Yeah, there's, there's the cake to people with you. It's not. Here's some wine. This wine is my blood. I'm good on the blood wine. Yeah, no, thanks. Good. I'm, I'm good. Oh, Jesus. That's... And then someone actually takes a sip, and it's actually fucking blood, and it's just. Such a bummer. Jesus. Don't give me your blood. Uh so it's it's after this he's sort of like setting the, the everything up for him to die and, he, and then he begs God to not have to die. Yeah, does he want to die? Does he not want to die? Sometimes he's like, please kill me. Sometimes it's like, like dude, kill me, me this lane, way. Man. Yeah, kill me this way so I don't have to do that, because that looks like it sucks. Yeah. And um Jesus he, who is David Bowie? Uh, he was a rock and roll artist. Uh, he's Pontius Pilate. Okay. And who's what, basically like, oh, uh, well, uh, guess what? You're going to die, bitch. But like, what did he do? Like, what was his thing? He he was just like, he turned himself in or something. He was suddenly there. Yeah. Went back to the temple. Pilate uh, like rendered judgment on him, I believe. And he's he like, the one who's like, yeah, he you said, you're going to die. Because I think hill. Pontius Pilate was, was a Roman, I think. He looked like it. He had the the... The robe and shit. You smelling Sharpies over there? No. <laughs> Just doing a quick hit. Maybe. Some quick Sharpie. Um, yeah, I believe this is... The, you know what? We shouldn't look it up. He was, I think he okay, was a Roman. Right. Yeah. And he was... he uh, Singer? He was Song a wizard writer. from the movie Labyrinth. <laughs> or, I don't know. Was he a wizard? What was he in that movie? Um, Pontius Pilate. Yeah. It, from the past Also sounds the like a rapper's name. It does, yes. Along with John the Baptist. <laughs> Um, and so then we cut to him getting sort of like imprisoned and then you almost, yeah, crown of thorns. You almost see Jesus's butthole. Like it's just a whole thing. (laughs) Got a little excited. Sorry. Um, 
yeah, they, they get the, the crown of thorns and they're like, you're going to go die up on that hill. Maybe yep. some of you guys should go look because you keep fucking dying up on that hill and changing nothing. If you did, maybe you would stop this, but probably not. Uh, and then they do, they actually did this one other time and it, we kind of skipped over it. Jesus goes up, gets on the cross and everyone is like yelling. And then they do this thing where all the sound cuts out yeah. except for like important things yeah yeah i like that it's really cool he did it it one other time baptist that okay that's who that was yeah um what are you doing over there i don't it's antivirus um and all the people the soldiers the people like that are celebrating these people being crucified all that drops away and there's this young girl who is just talking to jesus at like regular volume like they're able to talk to each other despite everything going around and he's like You've done well. God says you don't have to suffer anymore. Right. She's an angel. Yeah, she's his guardian she, angel. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she like, self-identifies. Yeah. And it's like, at you, that point, it's like, but why did I have to do all this to begin with? Don't worry about that. You're good now, though. Yeah. You're the boy who lived. <laughs> and like, really? Totes, yeah. Totes. Yeah, let's, let's go do that. You're good. And then he gets down off the cross. And to me, knowing what this movie was going into it, I thought that was the end of the movie. Oh, no. I thought the whole point of the movie was that he decides to get down. No, son. And that is like, now the movie starts. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, two and a half hours or two, yeah. two hours in. And this is like... This is the titular Last Temptation of Christ. Which, spoiler alert, I thought was really cool... Yeah. The way it kind of all plays out, because, yeah. again, I thought the movie was over. Right. Like, oh, Jesus didn't die on the cross. And then you find out Jesus is back and he was ready to fuck. <laughs> well, it was like, you don't have to suffer anymore. You can go have a life. Right. Here's Mary Magdalene. She's marrying you right now. She's into it. And now she's suddenly pregnant. And now you're balls deep in Mary Magdalene. And yeah. now she's pregnant. Oh, she's dead. Dead. And like... You said I didn't have to suffer anymore. Well, yeah, but like now yeah, you but, really don't after this. Yeah, but hey, do you have, what's what's better than uh, Mary Magdalene? How about those other two ladies? <laughs> yeah. How about those other? You know two what's ladies? better than a wife? Two wives. Two wives. Let's go. Let's go, Jesus. Let's go get those ladies. So it's like, yeah, you had a a wife and kid. Uh, they're dead now. Don't worry about that. And I know you said you weren't going to suffer anymore, but now I like really mean it. I saw him take her. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, all right, this still isn't tracking, but like it made sense later why. Right. And it was like she's like, I will always be here and I will always protect you. You've done a real shit job so far. <laughs> like yeah. protecting against terrible. Yeah, against this God who loves me that is just destroying everything. Yeah, it's real um, mixed messages. Well, you find out later. Right. Uh which I is there anything of real import in that Jesus is like living his life and having his kids and is now just a man? He's just living a life as a man, getting older and Yeah, and, the the guardian angels still hanging out like right. Still young. Yeah. Everyone can see her, which is not what I thought was the case. It's weird. Yeah. So he just hangs out with this forever girl? Yeah. Yeah. Was she a vampire? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. one of them daywalkers. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get a gut, bugabish. <laughs> um, but uh, the Mary death too was really confusing. Yep. Because it was like she saw a UFO and then she was suddenly dead. Like well, she's yeah. looking up at the sky and this light Happens comes across to a lot her of face. Of UFOs. 
It's that's just your brain exploding and you're seeing this UFO, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it's a dangerous world. I wrote down my translation of the scene with the angel after Mary died. Uh, he goes, was like walking away with an ax. Uh, are you going to go kill God? Cause there's nothing you can do. God killed her. But why did he kill her? Because. <laughs> oh. All right. Okay. You want to go fuck some sisters? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Why didn't you say that first? Why didn't you just lead with that? Also, sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, whoops. Yeah. So he goes and has kids with the, the sisters for a while. Whole, and whole whole gaggle of kids. And, and on his deathbed, he kind of gets the party back together. He gets Judas shows up and some other apostles. Well, you skip, you skip the, one of the most important parts where Harry Dean Stanton is talking about. Oh, right. About, yeah, yes. Like he's preaching about Jesus, Jesus, telling the story of Jesus. And then Jesus is like, none of that shit happened. Yeah. I'm and the one you're talking about. Yeah. And he's like, I, I don't care. This is what people need to hear. It doesn't matter. My Jesus Fucking, is better. Yeah. The, the story is more important than the reality, which I, I, I to me is actually kind of the. The, That's the real, the, the yeah the the the, the uh, hypothesis of the movie or the the statement of purpose, which is like, or it's also how I feel about it about the whole Bible. Yeah, like the story is more important than what really happened. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a myth. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fable. Yeah, you you learn a lesson by the end of it, and it was like my Jesus is is more important than you is better than you or something yeah. like that. So Jesus goes and he's sitting on his deathbed and he kind of gets the old gang back together. And I don't know how it happened, but um, Judas comes in. He's like, oh, yeah, no, that's not an angel. Like, how did he know right away? Like, he's... Well, you, it could be argued that all of that stuff was in his head. I mean, it, you know... You, you, uh, like this whole life? Yeah, it was yeah. like a whole, like, fantasy... Still on the, he, up on yeah, the cross. Like he okay. never... La- I mean... I'm not, I mean, none of this happened, but but also like the, the it could be argued that that was all in his head, or it could also be argued that that was that was that God maybe sent them to be like, you know, last, last chance, buddy. Like, right? No, that's true. I can give you another chance. But did you find it interesting that like deathbed old as shit made up Jesus looked like a 32 year old Steve Buscemi? Like Steve Buscemi looks You're like right, an old, old Willem Jesus. Defoe. He looks old, like old Willem Defoe. Old Jesus. Um, At his youngest, Steve Buscemi looks like old Jesus. Old Jesus. <laughs> uh, so Judas reveals to Jesus that the guardian angel is actually Satan. Yep. Which I thought was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I like that reveal quite a bit. Uh, also, another woman tempting him. Yeah. Being a bad guy. Being a women bad guy. are the bad guys in this movie. We get it, Marty. Um, and then Jesus is like, man, I fucked up. I need to go actually do that whole thing. So he goes and begs up on the hill. I want to be your son. I hey, want to. Yeah, please. Uh, they're killing everyone in the city. And he took that as like, man, I fucked up. If I would have died, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, thank, and thank God he did, because man, there hasn't been any war since then. Yeah, <laughs> in the name of religion. I want to be crucified and rise again. I want to be the Messiah. I want to be the son, your son. And then, like, jump cut. We're back up on the cross, which is fucking cool. Yeah. And then Jesus is Holly into the cross. Nice, Scorsese. We and we write Jesus's last words, which 
in like any movie really you would do that and you could not do that seriously no nope. because it'd be like this is ridiculous it's hilarious <laughs> Jesus. and then he says it twice it, yeah he mumbles it under his breath but his big last words of Jesus Christ superstar are it is accomplished it is accomplished which is awesome it is accomplished, it is accomplished. end of movie yep at the end of this movie, I don't know why, and I know it didn't happen, but you know the intermission music in The Holy Grail? Yes. Where it's like, that's the end credit music of this movie to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, so much of it doesn't matter. No. And like, this movie could have been done in like a short film. Oh, God. It's so long. <laughs> it's uh, And I... I, I, I d- I liked this movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, it wasn't the, bad. Well, the first time I saw it. I, I I didn't dislike it. It was just, it's so goddamn long. It's so long and bad about, like, it's like we have to get all these things in. Right. Like, we'll cut out all the stuff that makes it a more coherent movie for the for getting those in. And it's like, okay, well, that's a choice you made, but <laughs> I don't know if it makes it a good movie anymore. No, it's 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 too long. It's too... And, and as long as it is, as we, as we said, like there's there's so many scenes that feel like are missing. Like yeah, oh, so now we're here. I guess I guess I needed to have read the book. <laughs> yeah, the, I haven't the Bible or the book that that was based on the yeah. Last Temptation of Christ. Um, I wonder how if there those scenes that are missing are in the book. Uh, and and I, I wonder that as well. And I can tell you that I'm never going to find out. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just going to live in wonder for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, until you die and find out. Until you, you know. Oh, shit. Until it's more of the same and then you find out then. Does everybody, when we die, do we all go, it is accomplished? If I can remember. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Do it, yeah. Yeah, I make a pledge. Uh, and this is a totally, like, out of nowhere recommendation. Uh, just, I think it's because I grew up and my grandma was so religious, which trickled across so much of my huge extended family. Like, that... I never was super religious, but the various ideas of it always kind of fascinated me. Yeah. And a lot of, like, my writing when I first started and, like, drawings and stuff like that, and even the way Destructobox started, was very much centered around a vision, specific visions of, like, how heaven and hell worked. Interesting. And, like, not trying to make it like the Bible, but, like, here is my version of how this stuff worked. And I even had like another show where I was writing where the devil was essentially the Ronald McDonald of hell. And it was written, it was like in charge, the people in charge were like this, the deadly sins or whatever. And they had like this image problem. And so it's like coming up with different ways that the afterlife's work was, is always fascinating to me. And there's this amazing book. It's called Sum colon 40 Tales of Afterlives. S-U-M or S-U-M. And it's written by, like, this astrophysicist, but it's fiction. And it's not very big. Each story is probably only a couple pages long, but it's just a completely different, unique vision of what an afterlife could be. With no, like, John grew up and did this and this, and then he died, and this is what he saw. This is, It's just like, it reads like a textbook of, like, this is what the afterlife is, but he does it 40 different times. Interesting. It's really cool. That's cool. And so, like... That idea, like, I, I will always be interested in this type of thing just because I like seeing what people will interpret that stuff as because right. it is so huge and terrifying. It, like, it's, it, it always brings out, like, 
what matters most to some to the artist making the thing because like this is the part that is like important right for all your life stuff i think it's fascinating well and you'll notice all, like all the like the camera like almost never stops moving all those Scorsese dolly shots show up in the whole Last Temptation part. It's like they clearly spent their time That's what, yeah. and the money on that shit. Yeah, and it, that part was, was really cool, and I just wish yeah. we didn't have to get through like so much the crew up, <laughs> essentially. Um, so three reasons why The Last Temptation of Christ is on the Criterion Collection, which Criterion actually has their own list for a change Ooh. for this movie. So their reasons are the divine performance... Which I can see. Willem Dafoe is pretty good. Even though I wanted to punch him in the face most of the time. saying Willem. Is it Willem? Uh, it's William Dafoe. <laughs> it's Willem. Well, Willem? Willem. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's Will, William Dafoe? Willem. Willem. It is William. Willem. No, Willem. But I say Willem. Willem. Is it is this Willem Dafoe? Willem. I, no, I, please keep calling him Willem. I, I think it's interesting. Willem. I, I didn't actually think that was his name. I was just pronouncing it weird. Um, the Divine Performance. The next is The Earthly Sensuality. Mm. And they showed like... They love sensuality at the Criterion they Collection. They do, whatever they call it. Uh, they, they showed like a lot of the sort of Middle Eastern style wardrobes and like the tattoos and stuff like that. I think is is more what they meant. Uh, and then the last was A Filmmaker's Passion. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to how long it took this thing to right. Well, and he's to come one up. of the most famous filmmakers ever. One of the best. I mean, he's a he's a brilliant filmmaker. He certainly can it's be. It's such a weird thing to be like. I have to make this. It's so weird. Well, and he he. I mean, he grew up very Catholic. Did he? And, okay. Yeah, and, and and wrestled with religion his his whole life. And I think he kind of still does. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I, that'll fuck you up. I feel like if, for if you sure, grew up with it, you're sure. not going to quite ever escape it. But for sure. Um, it's just interesting that you get to that sort of level and it's it's like what happened with the passion. It's like I have to explore this. Right. And it's a weird thing to me. Like I feel like it's very personal and it's a weird thing to want to show your interpretation of something so personal. So personal and yet so omnipresent in most people's lives. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not – I've never been religious at all. Right. And, you know, you can't escape religion mm-hmm. from – Pop culture from uh, culture, period. Like all, I mean, th- there are billions of people who are devoutly religious in different ways, and it's crazy. Yeah, all of it's crazy. All of it's and and a lot. So much of it is a variation on the same idea. It's weird, mm-hmm. but they'll still kill you because your variation isn't. Yeah, because <laughs> yours is theirs right. Yeah, that yours yeah. is wrong. It was all. It's just kind of like the same. Yeah. I was surprised how non-different it was. Uh, so here are my three reasons. <clears throat> With a, a bonus fourth, why The Last Temptation of Christ is on Criterion Collection. For cliff noting the parts of the Bible I actually remember, um, which, to be fair at this point, is not very many. Um, for the kid being the devil, that was tight. Yeah. Um, for unironically writing Jesus' last words, because I would have been like, peace out. Or I mean, something. Yeah, you know, we... like, <laughs> what, is, what is your Jesus' last words? Like... Hammer time. <laughs> we we used to joke like, what would it have been like? I really hope my mom doesn't continue through this. But the the, the there was a joke in a, in a group of friends I have that like, how different would all of life be if Jesus's last words had been blowjobs for everyone, 
and at the end, the dead. It, and it was like, well, that's what it has to be. That's 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 what religion is. What if they did something like, whoops? Oh, <laughs> like what does that mean? Whoops! <laughs> oh God! Well, um, what did he mean by that? Maybe it's an acronym that people would find meaning to yeah, it for yeah. sure. Uh, and the bonus uh, fourth reason is for using the score from the Suspiria remake 40 years before it happened, <laughs> which I didn't know about the Peter Gabriel of it all. But the last 30 minutes of that Suspiria remake is like the score of the weird shit in this movie. And it's awesome. Uh, I don't know if that Suspiria remake is a good movie, but that 30 minutes is something. I haven't seen it. It's something. Zero, zero criteria. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the original? Yes, I don't. It's okay. I don't love Dario. Argento. I don't either. I like. I like the idea of his movies. Uh-huh. I used to own. Uh, it was called Phenomena. Mm-hmm. I forget what the Jennifer Connelly one. I really. Oh, was that a remake of it? No, no, no. It's from the eighties when she was like. When she like circa labyrinth. And, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and it, I forget what it was called in America. It had a different name. Mm. But anyway, premonition. Maybe. Mm. Probably. But and uh, yeah, not to de- derail too much, but um, circuit. The yeah the the Suspiria remake doesn't really follow that movie super close. It, it's like more like a tonally, spiritually remake, uh, but. They they really go off book on that last <laughs> that last thirty minutes. Um, all right, and now before we go, the the new write up for the Criterion Collection as as I deem after watching it. While the first half of the movie plays like a biblical cliff notes of all the weird things Jesus supposedly did, the movie finally gets to his thesis. That's tough to say. <laughs> finally gets to its thesis after it has the runtime of most movies' total runtimes. <laughs> I can see the controversy of Jesus being tricked by a little girl, but I'm really not sure why everyone was so bent out of shape. The Last Temptation is basically just a Shyamalaming retelling of the same nonsense they've been reading about for 2,000 years with the added bonus of some titties and dick neck. <laughs> While I'm not quite sure why they waited so long between them, I was uh, I was much more fond of this movie than its sequel, Antichrist, where Jesus is not dies wow have you seen the sequel the the passion of the christ antichrist oh jesus christ yeah antichrist now Anti-Jesus i, now I get it oh man fuck that chaos reigns so you've seen it oh yeah yeah which i saw it in theaters oh boy <laughs> which uh which one did you like better this or this the sequel i i i prefer this movie i hated that movie okay was it because they did full pen? No, I'm always in favor of that. It's uh, the, it, it's just, I, God, I fucking hated that. Wait, that was, oh, now I, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, right? <laughs> wow. Wow. Hand grenade right off. Oh my there. God. That's amazing. I didn't even think about the fact that that was Willem Dafoe. Yep. Reprising well, his role. I, I'm glad. Forty years later. Yeah, and this and the, this. I'm really glad. I fucked that movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> There's another guy who's afraid of women. Jesus. Uh, yeah, Brian didn't like that movie either. We did that for this show w- way back in the good. day. Good. 
Yeah. Glad I don't have to watch that movie again. We should do it again. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh man. Uh, well, we, we just decided to update on everybody. Okay. The movie was released in America as Creepers. Dario Argento's phenomenon. Creepers? Yeah, New Line released it. They cut 20 minutes out of it, and they called it Creepers. Oh, I have not heard of Creepers. You're welcome. Not to be confused with Night of the Creeps. Or Jeepers Creepers. That movie sucks. I like Jeepers Creepers. Kim and I saw that on like our fir- one of our first dates ever, and we laughed. Oh. It's well, it's a funny movie, but like it wasn't billed as one. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the first half is like kind of a, a the first half of the movie is pretty good. Anyway, it's when he's like fucking the road, flapping his like broken wings. I'm like, what is this? That was pretty weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we had decided on a new movie, but I forgot it. Do you remember? Oh fuck. Was it was it that it wasn't we weren't gonna do a toxoplasmosis or whatever. No, no, no. It was no. the one before that. Shit. We're like, let's do that. Oh, uh funny games. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the original. The original funny games from nineteen ninety six, Michael Haneke. Haneke? Sure. Hanky? Hey Mr. Haneke. Mr. Haneke. So we're going to watch Funny, Funny Games next, uh, which had a remake a couple of years ago, I believe, by the same uh, director. Quite a few years ago at this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's a, it's not funny, despite the title, <laughs> but we'll do our best anyway. Uh, so this has been another episode of Criterionauts. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can find more at ExposedMagico.com. You can follow Criterionauts at Criterionauts. You could also email us using the form on the Exposed Magico website. I have been Criterionaut Joey. I have been Criterionaut Chris. And we will see you next time for Funny Games. 